Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Truth About. Uh, this is my first episode discussing a musical. And for today, I will be traveling back to middle school, um, a place that I will never want to cherish or remember because I hated it so much. Um, and I will be looking back at my first musical that I did there, which was Beauty and the Beast. Yes, the one show that every school does because they have no other options except for a junior Disney movie musical. So, yes, I do remember when they first announced it, it was over the speakers. They just were like, oh, and this year's musical is... And then they just played a song from the show, and that's what I was like, oh my god, we're doing Beauty and the Beast. But... Yeah. So um, for today, what I'll be talking about is mainly just major things that stood out from the show and what I can remember and how I felt overall. Um, I didn't contact anyone for this. That's why I'm doing a podcast episode for it, because I don't want to contact anyone from high school because I have no reason to. Well, not high school. Well, high school and middle school. I just have no reason to contact anybody for that reason so i definitely think it's going to be interesting talking about the show having to realize that it was many years ago but i think it will be interesting so when we first did the show we did this and i can't remember what year it was it was either 2014 or 15 we did the show because i was a sixth grader at the time and when I think I'm going to be honest. I think it was 2015. Yes, I think it was 2015 because I remember we did Greece the following year and that was 2017 or 16, 2016. Yes. No. Oh my God. I don't even know. I am so completely lost. Um, no, wait. Yes, I am right. 2016. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I cannot wrap my head around anything right now. I am just all over the place. Um, so yeah, so we did the show in 2015 in March. It was like early March. I don't know why it was early March, but yeah, I guess it was the spring musical because apparently they, we have, I don't understand why the show was even in the March period when, because they take, the middle school always took forever when it came to rehearsals. Like we would have rehearsals like every single day. For like five months straight. And I was like, we don't need five months to rehearse for this show. But when you cast like a hundred people, yes, a hundred people in a production of Beauty and the Beast, it's rough. So, yeah. So when auditions came out, the way that it was handled was they did it separate. It was like boy and girl auditions. Um, The guys had to sing either... Be Our Guest, Gaston, or I think there was like some other song. I don't remember. Either it was two or three songs we had to sing. And then for the girls, they had to sing either, I think, Be Our Guest, Home, or Bell or something. I don't, like, I don't even remember what the audition songs were. But I remember singing I think I remember singing Be Our Guest or Gaston. I I can't remember. I think I sang Be Our Guest, yes, because I read 
uh, Cogsworth's lines, and which was the scene where they were preparing to do Be Our Guest. So, like, when he's like, okay, she can have a small portion of food and then it's off to bed or whatever. So that's what I remember from that. And we had to... I think we were able to choose either to sing first or do the lines, but I think they, like, chose for us, which was weird. I don't know why they did that because it doesn't really make it fair. Because, you know, maybe your singing is stronger than your acting. So, you know, you want to get the one out of the way out of the other. So I remember going into the auditions nervous because I've never auditioned for a musical for, for a school production. So I wasn't sure what to expect. And I don't understand why there was like eight people sitting at a table because I was like... Later on, when I figured out who was what, like, what teacher did what job for, like, the production, I was, like, none, like, a majority of you did not need to be there. Like, I don't think the the lighting director had to be there, neither the backstage director. I was, like, why are you two even here? Like, you're not even, like, why do you get a say in who gets a part? So that I didn't understand. So after auditions... Everyone got the way that we found out which parts we got were it wasn't like individual like you got an email saying this is your part. There was basically on the sign up sheet it was like a list of numbers like one two three four five six, like it just went forever. I think it was like one to a hundred or something because who knows how many people were auditioning. And when we got the cast list, it was in order of like lead to like ensemble, and next to it was your number. And that's how you found out which part you got without having people being like, oh, who'd you get? Oh, who'd you get? And then like they find out like, oh, this person got that part. So when I auditioned, don't even remember what number I was, but I recall, I think I like auditioned like the first or second day, but when the audition like results came back, I was a named towns person and I think I was called the Candleman, not Lumiere. It was definitely not a Lumiere. But I believe his name was the Candle Shop owner or something like that. And I only had like one singing line and that was in um, the opening number of Bell. And I think it was, and her head's up in some cloud. And when I look back at the DVD, my voice was very high. So I was like, that is not my voice because I definitely was not that high pitch. But apparently I was because my voice didn't drop uh, years later. So I thought that was pretty funny. And so we found out what our parts were. And I don't think they had a callback for middle school shows because I think they only did callbacks for the high school production yeah and i only did like one of the high school shows so it wasn't really that big of a deal so when it came to like rehearsals i don't recall what we did first i don't think we even did a read through i think we just started right into like musical numbers because they wanted to get those done first as soon as possible so that they could get to blocking next but i'm gonna let you know that these rehearsal schedules were all over the place I swear, they literally were like, okay, we're doing blocking today, then a musical number, and then this, and then this. But I think that was in high school because I think for the middle school, they reserved like Tuesdays and Thursdays for musical numbers, and the rest of them were like dance slash blocking. Um, oh, now I just remembered there was a dance audition 
for Beauty and the Beast. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we had like a whole week of like auditions. It was like a dance audition and then um, the acting and singing portion. So I remember doing the dance audition, which I believe we were doing a dance to be our guest, I think. And yeah, it was it was a pretty simple dance. Um, but I think it was really meant for like, oh, if you want to be like a dancing person like a, a featured dancer like in the ensemble like if you wanted to be a wolf in the forest scene or be a plate in be our guest so um that i i don't think it was needed but yeah i think it was really just a big waste of time i remember doing the dance audition I, it was a pretty simple dance i think i remember it wasn't anything intense because we're middle schoolers we're not professionals yeah so when it came to like the music rehearsals it was pretty hard with the amount of people that were cast in the show i swear to god i think there were literally a hundred people or maybe like I don't know. I want to say close to maybe like 60 people in this show, but that is a lot for like a middle school production of like Beauty and the Beast because there were so many people backstage. I swear to God, I backstage was probably the worst part about this show. And I'll get to that in a bit. But let me tell you, that was beyond that. That was the one pinnacle thing about this show is being backstage with all these people. It was a nightmare. So, yeah, there was that. So, yeah. So, when it came to the um, music rehearsals, we had to do, like, they split it up. I think we did it, like, ensemble, and then they had, like, the leads do, like, numbers and stuff like that. But, I mean, teaching these songs to, like, a big group of people was hard. And it just was very time-consuming. For the most part, and I think with Miss Menjis or Nancy, because I mean, I'm in college, I can call people by their first name if I remember them. <laughs> Nancy Menjis, the music director who literally lost her shit at one point, um, she was the music like teacher in the middle school, and she was a musical director for Beauty and the Beast, and she was very critical about everything like she was like you need to say these right you need to get these harmonies right you need to get all these little things on point because it's important and i was like i don't think one person's gonna make a big difference if they said the wrong harmony like calm down sweetheart and no she really made it a big deal she was like you have to do this right harmony you have to do this and i was like calm down it's not a big deal and it really wasn't a big deal like i could easily lip sync and she wouldn't even notice and i think i did that for one of the shows I think I did that for High School Musical. Yeah, I definitely did that. But um, no, so for rehearsals, there wasn't really anything major about the music rehearsals. All I will say is that there were times where Miss Menjis lost it because she was like, you're not singing right. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this. And I'm like, no one cares. Like, no one gives a shit. But the biggest problem that happened was just when we had to do blocking rehearsals and... um scene work and dancing those were the parts where it got crazy so miss aguilo i think was her name and miss economu like these are weird fucking names they were 
uh, well, Mr. Aquila was the director, and Mr. Kanemu was, like, the dance, like, choreographer or whatnot, who, thank God she left because she was an awful person. I don't think she should have been a, prof- a teacher at the school. She was very rude. She was very mean to people. She's just, uh, she's just not good with kids. She's just very rude to people. So I'm like, good thing you left. You're just not good at your job. Um, like, she just yelled constantly. She's like, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Start it over. And I was like, oh, my God. We're literally middle schoolers. Like, calm the hell down. But Miss Aguilo, her directing isn't great because I, I think she just lacks creativity. It was just very, like, stagnant and robotic, like, how certain things were on stage. And I just think she just lacks, like, creativity when it comes to, like, directing and, like, knowing how to block a scene. So there's that. Um, but I think when it came down to like specific scenes and stuff, the ones that were really, the ones that stood out in the most negative way would probably have been Belle, Be Our Guest for sure. The mob scene, definitely. <sighs> um, trying to think. Not Ga- Gaston was fine. Um... I think human again, but that was like a really small number. It's not that big of a deal. And then I think the ending of the show, those were the ones that really stood out. So let me go in order. So with Belle, like the opening number, oh my God, there's just like a thousand people. Like when I say there's like hundreds of students, like there's just so many people on stage. It looks like there's like a hundred people. So there is like so many people on stage that it just looks too crowded. And I was like, why did we cast so many ensemble for this show? You don't even need that many people. It's a very small, like Beauty and the Beast doesn't need that big of a cast. Like your main thing is like your leads and then some ensemble, but you don't need a lot of people. You really don't. So anyways, there was like 40 people on stage, I swear. And like, if your kid was on the stage, you would not see them. You would have to, if you could, if you needed to see anyone on the stage, you would have to be sitting in like the top section, um, which I forget what those types of seats are called, the mezzanine, mezzanine or whatever it's called. I don't even know, like the balcony seats. Let's just say that if you had to be sitting up there, and I thankfully was able to be seen because we were like in the front area on stage left. So there was that. And the biggest problem was just, oh my God, getting people on and off stage because backstage is very, very tiny. Like it was like the size of a closet. Like it was very small. And all you'd hear is move, move, come on, get out of the way, get out of the way. And I'm like, you people don't know how to just be quiet and move. Like it it was just rough. So getting on and off stage like people are still on stage like trying to get off while a scene was happening and i was like you people don't know how to move your asses like just move like just move and then people be pushing and shoving and i was like oh my god it's like a literal like circus it's just it's crazy and when it got to be our guest oh lord that one was rough like we had these like we had to use like those styrofoam boards, cut them out into like a fork, knife, or spoon. I believe I was a fork and wrap freaking tinfoil around it because, yeah, that definitely makes it look real. And 
any person who had one of those it either broke in half, snapped, or got torn apart. Mine, I think, only got bent badly, but I think my sister helped me by fi- putting like tin foil over it and some tape, and it was was like, perfectly fine. Um. But no, be our guest. There was way, way too many people, and I know that they try to u- utilize like the aisles and whatnot, but it just didn't help. It, it was just way too many people in the show. And then, oh lord, I think it was the mob scene. I think the mob scene was the worst of all. There, this. Oh my god, let me tell you what happened. So we're rehearsing the mob scene one day and basically all the people come on stage from stage right and it's a big ass like crowd of like students on stage on stage and it just looks like a mess. So when Gaston's like, okay, charge, let's go, let's go to the castle, blah, blah, blah. And they start singing, people, they exit the stage but go through the audience. And this is when Miss Manjis had lost it. Like, she was at her breaking point. So what she wanted us to do was to go through the audience, go through, cut through the back and circle around. And I just remember having to do that over and over and over again. And I was like, we're never going to get this perfect. And I don't think she expects that from us because I really doubt that it would be perfect. And when we were doing it, she had got so angry at one point that I was like in the audience in like the left side row. I was like very close to her. She got so mad that she picked up a music stand and threw it across like the the, the room. And I was like, oh my God, you could have hit someone. And I definitely remember people just like looking at her shocked and just like speechless because I, I would have been scared too. Like this woman just picked up a freaking music stand and just threw it across and she could have hit someone. And then she apologized for it. And I was like, I don't know if you're that sorry because you just like threw your uh music stand at us so okay mm-hmm. but yeah and then the ending of the show is just annoying because like i said way too many people on the stage it just looks too crowded and it looks bad another thing that i just forgot about was when we got to like practice like rehearsal like when you first got there i remember there was like a sign-in sheet and then at some point the scene like the seniors the eighth graders who were technically the seniors really they oh my god the way they just bossed people around i swear to god i couldn't handle them we always had to do some boring ass warm-up and i was like great wasted my time and they just they're just always so bossy like all of like the favorites and all the pick me's like i just remember so many of like the eighth graders just being annoying and some of them shouldn't even been in the show because they weren't even good to begin with like some of them could not sing like i'm pretty sure andrew who was guest on i believe he could not sing at all like he was not a good singer and i don't know why they cast him in the first place i also forgot that they double cast the shows which is never a good idea because you don't need to double cast gaston or lefou really because you can have one person they did double cast uh, the beast, but the one dude quit because it was either track or the show, and he chose track. So I believe George, who was, um, he played, he was that part, and then he was Danny in Greece, and then he graduated. 
And then he, I remember he was Troy Bolton in High School Musical. But I just remember he had to do all of the work that the other dude just left him to do. And I was like, oh, dear Lord. No, I just don't think the show needs... I don't know why Garden City always has to double cast these shows. Like, it, it's not necessary. Like, even when I did Singing in the Rain, they double casted my part. And I was like, this part doesn't need to be... I don't need an understudy for this part. Like, it's perfectly fine as it is. It's also a small role. They always double casted the small roles, I swear. So, like, in this show, everyone... The people that were double cast, I believe, were... Belle, the Beast, Maurice, Chip, Mrs. Potts, Cogsworth, Lumiere, Gaston, LeFou, uh, Babette, Madame Grandelabouche, I think that's her name. I think that's who pronounced it. The Wardrobe. Who else was double cast? I know there was more people that were double cast. I don't think there's. I forgot that there were narrators in this show, and I think that was it. But a majority of those people did not need to be double casted. It, it was it was just unnecessary, especially Chip. Like, why do you need to double cast Chip? So stupid. I will say some of the highlights of the show that I remember were we were given glass mugs for Gaston, and they're like, okay, make sure you don't clink them too hard. And I was like, why? Then why give us actual glass? mugs for this if you don't want us to like doing cheers with each other like they're gonna shatter like you people are wasting your money on these props that no one's gonna care about and it was just annoying i think another thing was doing the mob scene i remember that because miss menjis was so upset by it she had actually written down a sign up sheet she was like if you want to be a utensil or like some kitchen where for the mob, like for the attack at the castle, sign up here. And I immediately signed up. I was like, I'm not doing this again. This was too stressful. I'm going to be a fork. Thank God I chose that because all we had to do is just run across the stage, which was so simple. And I could already be in a costume that was already what I was wearing underneath my light costume in the beginning of the show. So... It was fine. I think another highlight from the show was probably like being backstage because that is the biggest thing that was a problem with not only just the Garden City, not even just for the Beauty and the Beast show, but for any Garden City show is the backstage. You have teachers that aren't doing anything, just sitting there yelling at people. And I was like, you shouldn't even be here. You're not even doing a job. You're just talking. Like you people are contributing to the backstage loudness. Like good. You're doing a great job. And then, and then the teacher's just yelling at people to be like, be quiet, shut up, be quiet. And I was like, you're not helping. You're just making more noise. And I remember people getting in trouble. Like one of the like band teachers would be like, let's take a walk and then just berate you. And I was like, unnecessary and stupid. And I just remember just keeping my mouth shut as, as much as I could because I was just like, I don't want to get yelled at. And I remember these two girls, they got mad at me because I was talking, they claimed that I was talking when I literally wasn't even opening my mouth. And I was like bitching back at them. And I was like, I'm not saying a word. You are yelling. You are trying to talk to me. And I'm trying to explain to you that I'm not trying to speak because I don't want to get in trouble. So please stop talking to me. And they were just giving me attitude. I was like, you started this, not me. End of discussion. Move away from me. And I just like... I just got annoyed by it. I was just, please leave me alone. Like, I'm just trying to listen, be quiet, and not cause any sound or any problems because that's what people are getting yelled at for. So, I don't understand it. <laughs> Overall, I will say that the show turned out okay. 
for like what it was i mean it's beauty and the beast it's not a fantastic show it's really just a kid's show the rehearsal process oh boy was that a huge mess it was just awful i think the show would have been much better had they not cast so many ensemble people and kept it much smaller like i think the most they should have had was like 30 people at least you did not need all like these like 60 to 70 care like extras like extra ensemble people it was just unnecessary it just doesn't help like i understand that they want to include everyone but they really should have cut back on like how many people were in the show because i swear the cast size just got bigger and bigger each year and it was just bad but i would say for my first middle school show i was just upset by my experience and i was just like i don't even know if i want to do the next year's show and Thankfully, I only just did stage crew because I realized that it was actually much better not having to deal with all the drama because being up on the balcony doing lights, I was able to hear all the drama just from the outside from the stage and just being like, wow, it must feel really good being up here. And it did. I, I'm surprised I didn't do stage crew for all three years. I mean, I did stage crew just for Greece, but then I did singing in the rain. But um, overall, I'd say that's really everything that I remember from Beauty and the Beast. I mean, it wasn't that great of a show. And if I could remember anything, it'll probably come up if I like watch the DVD. But really, I think that's it. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on The Truth About. If you aren't following me on Instagram, you should totally do that because that is where I post updates on when the, next, the new episodes come out. So that's at Alex Nudel, N-E-U-H-E-E-D-L. And I'll see you guys next time in a future episode. Bye-bye.